This is The Converse, an apostolic tabernacle podcast all about sharing the truth of God's Word. In this podcast, you will hear sermons, panel discussions, and much more. If you would like more information about this ministry or would like to plan your visit, go to atwilmington.com. For now, enjoy your time on The Converse. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight. Let's lift it up to Jesus. Is anybody excited about Jesus tonight? I know that people came in and they had their hands raised because they had circumstances and situations. But I don't know about you. I was sitting there and I started just thinking that there is nothing too hard for our God. I started looking around the room and I was thinking that some people are going through certain situations. And I started looking around the room and I started thinking, man, there's a point of reference right there. God's already done it right there. God's already worked it out right here. He's already done that before right there. Started getting excited, man. I was about to have a benefit over there all by myself. I thought, man, I might be in trouble tonight when when Brother Trey mentioned, did you like wings? And then nobody said nothing. I was like, man, like I don't know how this is going to go. But uh, I'm, I'm glad to be in the house of the Lord on a Wednesday night. Um, I'm glad to be... Um, an apostolic tabernacle, not just anywhere on a Wednesday night, but I'm glad to be among a uh, church family. I'm glad to be among the saints. Um, I'm thankful for the ministry that, um, that I labor with. I'm thankful for my pastor and my pastor's wife. Thank you guys so much for all of your love and everything that you're doing for our church. I'm thankful for Bishop um, and Mother Logue. Thankful for all of their leadership. Amen. And um, I know you're standing, been standing for a while. Tonight, um, with the help of the Holy Ghost, I want to speak on the topic of forgiveness. I want to talk about forgiveness tonight. Um, And this might be a little bit different because I really don't have a uh, scriptural text. Um, I'm not going to speak just my mind, but I will speak what thus saith the Lord, what he's given to me. Um, And I want to speak my heart tonight. But it's a little bit different for me. I feel like this is going to be a little bit different for me. And I want to do my very best, especially with such an important subject. Um, I feel like this subject is a subject that can be the thing that holds us back. It can be the thing that holds us back uh, from being everything that God wants us to truly be. Um, So I don't want to mess around. And and, uh, what I'm asking right now, why I'm building it up, because I want you to pray. I want you to pray for me. I want you to pray that I speak God's word to his people. Uh, Because you're not my people, you're his people. And I want to do a good job in Jesus' name. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus. name we pray. Amen. Let's give the Lord a head clap of praise. 
You may be seated in Jesus' name. If I asked you tonight what you would say would be a definition for forgiveness, or if I asked you tonight what would be a definition for forgive, I think most of us would say something like to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, for a flaw, or for a mistake. Another definition of forgive is, and I really like this one, um, I found this today, forgiveness is a psychological sense, in a psychological sense, is the intentional and voluntary process, I like that word, process, by which one who may initially feel victimized or wrong goes through a change in feelings and attitudes regarding a given offender and overcomes the impact of the offense, including negative emotions such as resentment and a desire for vengeance. Has anybody been there? I see Brother Handline shaking his head yes. Praise God. We got some honest people here. Praise the Lord. Uh, Old Testament definitions for forgive I would be close or to the same as those previous definitions that were named. Uh, different words in the Hebrew, their definitions are varying from forgive to pardon to spare to cast to ease to lay to condone to appease and to cleanse. Uh, you know, one of the two stories in the Old Testament, I was thinking about it today when I was praying and just really didn't know how to start this. But I was thinking about in the Old Testament, there were two stories that really showed forgiveness. Uh, one that came to my mind is the story of Jacob and Esau. And in this story, you know, it's really interesting because we really don't see the process that Esau would have gone through to get to a place of forgiveness. Yeah. We really see what Jacob went through and how there was a long span of time. Obviously, there was a long span of time for Esau as well. But Jacob went through a long span of time in dealing with other family members. Maybe he had a longing for home. But we really don't see all of the things that Esau would have gone through to get to a place that when he saw Jacob, his brother, he fell on the neck. His, the Bible says he fell on his neck and he cried. Uh, the first time that we see the word forgive in the Bible is in Genesis chapter 50, uh, where Joseph is sent word from his brothers saying that our father said to forgive us. This is after uh, their father had passed away. Jacob or Israel had passed away. And they sent word to Joseph saying that our father had asked us for, to forgive us. And really what that word means in the Hebrew is our father has asked you to spare us because they were fearful for their lives because they knew what they had done unto him. And their idea when they said forgive, it didn't mean like, you know, like, you know, like I've got two boys and I guess they're growing up and they're, they're starting to be boys and they're brothers and sometimes brothers kind of get into it, you know. And so sometimes I'm trying to be a good parent. I'm trying to be smarter than I was, you know, a couple of years ago. And, and uh, sometimes I'm like, well, maybe they should, they should, you know, fight it out. I'm just, I'm joking. I'm not like that. <laughs> but sometimes brothers will be brothers. And, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say to one of them, you know, you need to go tell your brother, you know, I'm sorry. You know, please forgive me. And, uh, 
But it, it's not just like that. It's not a parting. I think, I think that Joseph's brothers, were they were afraid for their life. They understood and they knew the power that he had. And, uh, and they knew that they, they really did deserve. They really did deserve after everything that they did to him. They really did deserve it. And it's interesting even too with that story is that you really don't see all of the process that Joseph went through to get to a place of forgiveness. Uh, he did try his brothers. Uh, he did bring them to a place where he wanted to see what type of men they were. Uh, but at the same time, you really don't see all of the process. I think there's one verse in that scripture talking about Joseph that it kind of gives you a little bit of light that there was some things going on that weren't written in the Bible. And I believe it's when he named his first son. It said that I will call him Manasseh because God has made me to forget all of my toil. And so we really don't get to see all of the things, the full process that people normally go through as they get to forgiveness in the Old Testament of, of those two stories of what I thought. Um, but it's interesting. I thought this was very interesting when I started to dive into forgiveness and I started to pray about it and, and really wanted to get a mind for what God wanted to say to us tonight. Um, in the New Testament, um, however, I thought it was interesting in the New Testament, the word forgive, most of the time when it was used, it was translated from a word that did not mean forgive, pardon, or spare. There's only three times in the New Testament was the word used that was translated in Greek from a word that means to forgive, to pardon, or to spare. And all of those three times, Paul used it in 2 Corinthians. And I thought it was interesting. You think about all of the different verses and all of the different scriptures where the word forgiven is used in the New Testament. The word never means the way that we usually use it. The way that we would think what that word means, it was never the way that that's what they were really saying in the original language. Um, I'm pretty sure y'all are sitting there like, well, why don't you tell us what the word means, Brother Leah? <laughs> yes, somebody was like, yes, please, would you please? So all of the other times that that word was used in Greek, it means to send. The root of that word means away. It means off. It means something to send off from a place or time or relation. It means to send forth in various applications. It means to cry, to forgive, to forsake, to lay aside, to leave, to let alone, to omit, to put away, to remit, to suffer, to yield up. In the Lord's Supper, uh, Excuse me, I'm sorry. In the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus is telling us to forgive those who trespass against us, he's saying to take off or to send away the debt that is owed. He's, he's, literally, he's literally talking that I want you to take it off. I want you to remove it from that person. It doesn't mean that I just want you to pardon. It means that I want you to take it off of them. And, and what he said was that if you take it off of them, then God the Father will take it off of you. In Matthew 6, 14, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. The same concept, that if you will put it away, 
if you will lay it aside, men's trespasses and God will also put your trespasses away. The idea and the words are truly similar to pardon. It's almost the same, but it's not exactly the same. Uh, it's not the same as just to not be angry. It, it's, it's one thing, but to take off is a whole nother sense. It's a whole nother flavor in the word, if you will. It, it, it adds a whole nother dynamic to what forgiveness is really supposed to be. Uh, it, it's not just, um, I'm, I'm just going to spare this person. It's, it's a little bit deeper than that. And, and I think if we have a good understanding of what forgiveness is, it'll help us to be able to go through the process and realize what it is that I need to happen when I do take that off of that person, when I release it from that person. It, 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 it's, a, it's a little bit different. True forgiveness is a work through love. It's not through pity. It is not through sadness. It is not through sympathy or regret, but it's love. The Bible describes love in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and it says that it beareth all things. And that it believeth all things. Forgiveness is a work through love. And as I think about it, Jesus reaches his spiritual maturity. He reaches his spiritual maturity. And I truly believe this. I, I really, truly, honest God, I don't have any Bible for this. But I truly believe what I'm about to say to you right now. That the words that Jesus said echoes in time for all of humanity. Father, forgive them. I don't, I don't believe it was just for those people that were right there around the cross. I believe, I believe it was for everybody. All of humanity. I believe that. I believe that with all of my heart. He's saying, Father, take it off of them because they don't know what they do. I don't know if you have ever had the experience where God just takes something off of your shoulders. You might not have even known that you were heavy laden and there was a burden. But God just said, I'm going to lift it up off of your shoulders. I'm going to forgive you. It's not just I'm just pardoning you, but I'm going to, I'm going to lift the burden. I'm going, to, I'm going to free you. I'm not going to hold it to you. See, sometimes that just seems to, to be the way that the world works. It's the way that the world does things. It's like the world, and when, and when you're in your carnal mind, it seems as though... We don't understand any other way to deal with problems or issues other than to chain it down. That's the way we handle everything. If your kid's got, uh, if he's very hyper and he goes to the doctor, they might want to get him medication to chill him out. They want to chain you down. Think about, think about the, the maniac of Gadara. What did it say? It said that he had chains and fetters because somebody thought the only way that I can deal with him is to chain him down. And in our minds, in our minds, there's situations and there's things, circumstances and problems that we go through that when we don't forgive people, there is a stigma. There's something in my mind. I can't get it. I will always look at them and I will always link that thing to that person. And you never free that person. You never allow them to be free. And you're not free in your own mind. Because every time you can, it can I don't know if you've ever experienced this. This is kind of funny. But it could be somebody 
to be talking about a person that might have the same name as the person that you got something against. And they're not even talking about the same individual. But when they say the name, it brings up image. It, come on now. It brings up a picture in your mind. I am not the only person that's ever done that. It brings up a picture in your mind just at their name being mentioned. That should be a red flag right there. That should be a red flag right there. Man, I need to, I need to take this off of that person. I need to believe all things. You know, when I think about this, and I'm almost done. When I think about Jesus and he's saying, forgive them for they, they know not what they do. I, I first wanted to find out when did he say that. I started reading all of the Gospels and trying to compare. When did he say that? Because I always thought he said that when he was on the cross. But it was before that. He reaches his spiritual maturity before they take all of his clothes and his raiment. And before they go and they start to cast lots for his jacket. He reaches his spiritual maturity. And I can't help but think it reminds me of Stephen. Has anybody ever thought about that? It reminds me of Stephen that when Stephen, the Bible says, a man full of faith and full of the Holy Ghost, the Bible says that he kneeled down. And it says, listen, he cried with a loud voice. And he said, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. And it makes me think Saul of Tarsus had to have heard it because he said he cried with a loud voice. I, don't, I started to think today, I don't even know if Saul would have been who he was if there would have not have been a prayer for God to lift this off of him. For three days, he was blinded. I, I think, I keep thinking about it. It just would have been echoing in his mind. It just would have been echoing in his mind, hearing, lay not this to their charge. Don't, don't lay it. It's the, one of the best examples of forgiveness that we have in the New Testament. Don't, don't lay it to his charge. And it's a work of the Holy Ghost. That wasn't pity. It's a work of the Spirit of God where the Bible says that he was full of the Spirit of God and he looked at them and he loved them. And he wanted them to have peace. He wanted God to forgive them. He didn't want God to hold it against them. He didn't want them to have the weight because he understood. They probably didn't understand what they were doing anyways. They had no idea. And look what happened. Because he was able to forgive he releases, he reaches his spiritual maturity, but then a, a Paul is birthed out of that situation. There might be situations that if we don't forgive, we are holding back a Paul being birthed. There's situations that if we don't forgive, we might not be able to get to that final place that God really wants us to be and reaching our spiritual maturity unless we get to that place to be able to let some things go, but not just let it go, but to lift some things off of somebody. I'm not just talking about I'm trying to pardon somebody or I'm trying to spare somebody just so they feel good. I'm talking about lift that stigma. I'm talking about lift the way, lift it off of them. Make it better. 
we've got to do all we can to be able to do it. I believe that that cry, that plea for forgiveness was ringing in Paul's ears for three days. Take it off of them. Take it off of them. Forgiveness is truly a work of love. And when you look at the person through love, there's no anger or hurt or envy or anything of the flesh. But when you look at them through love and you look at them through the spirit, all you will want, all you will want is you want to go through the process. You want to go through the process where it's in your heart, where you can truly say to God, God, just take it away. I don't, it's not profitable, just, I just want you to lift it. I don't want there to be anything, so I just want you to take it away. When you get to that place of true forgiveness, it's not like, it's not like, you know what, I'm just, you know, I'm not going to talk to them, they're not going to talk to me, it's not, that's not forgiveness. But when you get to forgiveness, you get to the place where you're like, God, I just need you to lift it. I need you to change, I need you to change it. I need you to change this thing inside of me. I'm, I'm willing to go through whatever it is that I need to go through. I don't know why I'm going through what I'm going through, but I'm willing to go through what I need to go through that you could just lift it, that you could fix it, that I don't, have that I don't have those memories of what happened to me, what's keeping me in that same mental state. Every time I think about what's happening, it, 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 it stirs up a feeling or an emotion on the inside of me. But if you get to that place where you're ready to truly forgive somebody, you're like, God, take me through the process. I don't even want that to be there. Amen. This thing that I'm talking about, it's a dangerous thing because, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in situations where somebody's hurt us. And it isn't our fault. Has anybody ever been there? Has anybody ever been to the place where they've had an experience with somebody and somebody's hurt them or they felt like they did them wrong and they know that I didn't do anything wrong. I was just trying to do all that I could. If you don't get to a place of forgiveness, I'm, I'm not just going to say the normal thing. People always talk about forgiveness is good for you. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, you, you forgive somebody, it releases you. That's true. And, and, and it definitely, I'm talking about releasing it from other people. But it's, it's not enough to sit there with unforgiveness in your heart, especially being in the house of God. We're all together here, one body. By one spirit are we brought together into one body. And I think to myself, if I would allow myself to come into the house of God knowing all the things that Jesus has done for me. What type of hypocrite would I be if I let it go down that I wouldn't do all I could to get unforgiveness out of my heart? I want the spirit of God to work in this church. I want it to work in every person in every pew in this church. Turn to your neighbor and tell them, in this church, on this row, I want forgiveness. If there's anything in our hearts, we ought to be praying that for one another. There's things that people are going through. They're, they're not able to get the breakthrough, the spiritual breakthrough that they need because they're holding on to things that's keeping them to be free. We've been having revival, but God's not going to take us any further unless we let some stuff go. I want the victory in this row. 
on my row. I want the victory on my row. In this church, I want the victory in this church. I want to be free in the Holy Ghost. I want to be the way, the things, the way God wants it to be in this church. I want it in your life. I want it in your family. I want it in my family. Stand with me tonight. think that's a good a good prayer take it off me Lord take it off him Lord I release it I forgive it I let it go whoever hurt me whatever it is Lord I know you still have a plan I know you still have a purpose take it off him Lord they might not even understand all the damage that he might have done to me just take it off of him Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to visit us at atwilmington.com. We will see you next time on The Converse.